Konnichiwa. Watashi no namai wa Bonnie desu. Watashi wa Amerika kara kimashita. Watashi wa Nihongo o hanashimasu. Anato wa Fluent Show o kiteimasu. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about learning languages and reaching your potential. My name is Kirsten Cable and here on The Fluent Show, we talk about languages, communication, curiosity and enriching our lives through the challenge of learning something new. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to The Fluent Show episode 226 and I have got a... A really interesting one for you. I'm going to say it's a doozy. And that's because people, I've always heard people say it's a doozy. And I'm always like, does that mean it's really hard? Or does that mean it's really easy? Or does that mean something completely else? And I have looked it up so many times now that I think I've got my head around what a doozy is. So this episode is a doozy in the sense that I think a doozy means it's something interesting (laughs) and unique. And um, it is actually an episode based on... Um, a situation that I've just faced and I wanted to tell you kind of what I was thinking about and apply a few lessons from uh, in language learning because I noticed that this is one of those classic situations where something happens to me and I then berate myself and make myself feel bad and then I realize hang on when I work with language learners and when I'm when I've got my coaching clients um, this is the kind of thing where I talk to them and I say well we need to think about this differently so let's think about it differently together and uh, not before we have done what needs to be done and what is important to do which is to thank our sponsor for the fluent show the sponsor as in many, as in all the recent episodes is closemaster closemaster is a language learning app but it's not one where you've got sort of a course and a curriculum and you kind of follow along. It's totally practice focused. And as such, it's actually really handy for those of you who have been learning a language, maybe a language that doesn't have so much attention in the language product world, you know, not French, not German. Maybe you've been learning Romanian. Maybe you've been learning um, Quechua, maybe you've been learning Swahili, something that doesn't get so much attention and you want a space to practice. And what Closemaster does is it gives you a space to practice your language and it's all focused on one exercise. And don't I love it when an app does one thing and does it really, really well. The exercise is the close exercise, C-L-O-Z-E, Z-E. And it's entirely based on you seeing a sentence with one word missing with a gap in it. And it's up to you to fill in the gap. There's a multiple choice option. And if you want to, if you want more points, who doesn't want more points, you can also type the answer. So get into the game with Closemaster. And you can watch a little video of me and how my Closemaster is set up. You can do that at Closemaster, C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot com slash fluent show. Or as I always read it in two spell, two variants of the spelling, C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R dot com slash Fluent Show. It's where you can watch my little video for free. And you can also have a little trial, have a play around. Closemaster is a, not a paid app. So you can join and you can, you know, thank the thank the creators and unlock a few extra features with a pro membership, but you don't have to. 
That's Clothesmaster for you. Beep, beep. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring The Fluent Show. Now, what I want to talk to, to you about today is last week. Because <laughs> I took a week off. I took a week off The Fluent Show. There wasn't a Fluent Show last week. And I was wondering, did you notice? Well, I polled my Facebook group before I made this decision, um, being fairly, you know, I had a lot of stuff on over the last few weeks. I've been launching the new Fluent Language Mastermind and obviously, you know, recording a few extra exclusive materials and recording an info video for the people who were deciding what they joined, what they're not joined, etc. So there's a lot of kind of unusual stuff that I don't do every single week. I was just, you know, slammed, very busy with various things. And I thought about my priorities and I thought, mm, I think I can't get the podcast done in the way I want. You know, I don't want to make an episode where I sound really tired and fed up and, you know, I really need a rest. So what I did is I polled my Facebook group and I asked them, how up to date are you with the podcast? And 24 people voted on my last check-in and four of them Four of them were fully caught up and uh, two of them said, I've listened to your whole archive. And I mean, kudos to you. You're, you're amazing, friends. You're fluent from Extraordinaire. Um, but the majority of people, like the vast majority, over 80%, aren't actually caught up. Everyone is, is way too busy. You as a listener are busy. You've got other things on your mind. You don't, you know, I mean, if you sit there on a Monday waiting for the Fluent Show to publish, please let me know. I have a few shows where I'm like that. And to, to know I am that show for somebody would be amazing. But ultimately, you know, we have more content, more activities, more stuff to consider than ever before in our lives and when I truly consider the impact of taking a week off of the fluent show I'm actually quite happy for you all to catch up and take your time to listen and consider what we cover in the episodes and you know to really rather go a little bit deeper than to add more quantity and this is one of the key learning um, approaches that I teach is how to achieve more with a little bit less faff and a little bit less effort and, to be honest, a little bit fewer resources. Um, the interview guests, the solo episodes, they are all worth the attention. They're all worth your attention of not listening on double speed just so just to get through the episode. So it is clear that rigid reliability is not what was needed for me last week. And it was fine for me to take that break. But why was it so hard for me? Apologies, listeners. I've just had to let Abigail the cat, my little hidden co-star, into the room because I'm recording on my own today. So you will have a, a little bit of meowing in the background. I hope you don't mind. Now, it is clear that rigid reliability is not what's needed, right? You you know that as a podcaster, podcast producer, uh, we're still human and this is still pretty much a one woman with, with support show. <laughs> so what you what you need from the Fluent Show is not military schedule. What you need is for me to show up, especially not when there's 225 archive, ep archive episodes. So why was I getting myself upset? Why was I thinking I'm letting people down? And the answer really is that I had, I had this in my own mind, right? For me personally, consistency, reliability, doing what I said I was going to do is a core value. It is important for me to deliver on what I promise. And the question really is, how do I perceive myself? 
if I don't publish, am I still a podcaster? And I recognized in language learning, for you as a language learner, that same question really, really often comes up. This rigidity, this moment where consistency becomes damaging. It's not what we wanted originally. Like we want to consistently um, achieve, to make progress. We want to consistently do things. It is important to do that because otherwise, you know, how how can we how can we make that progress that we so so badly want? But that firm attendance to a plan, a schedule, the rigidity leads to exhaustion. So here are a few points that might be a sign that you are also getting into rigidity rather than consistency. Are you wondering if it's okay if you don't study as many hours? Are you wondering if it's okay if you don't read all of the news that you read in your target language? Are you wondering if it's okay if you watch TV and it's in your target language and the subtitles are not? Are you wondering if it's okay if you drop the streak in an app? Many, many people, many language learners that I've spoken to are. And what I want to teach all of you today by talking to my own worried self <laughs> is a really important insight that I had when I reflected on this, which is that it is a relaxed routine that becomes a reliable routine. Relaxed routines become reliable routine. The tight clinging actually makes us feel unhappy it causes the imposter complex. And in the end, it's how you stop doing really worthwhile things. And worthwhile things are worthwhile by themselves. Learning a language is worthwhile, is important. It pays you, it gives you the results that you want because it in itself as a project is already rewarding. And then the results are like just the cherry and the cream on top. Right? So you got the lovely language learning trifle. That's already really good. I mean, no, I don't know who likes the jelly, but there's custard in there. But it's really, you want the cream, you want the sprinkles. And that's the, those are the moments when you're like really achieving. So it doesn't have to be this way. I've, been, I've just finished, actually today, finished a book called The Salt Path, in which it's by Raina Wynn. Uh, in, in the book, there's a couple and they undertake a monumental hiking trip of 630 miles of coast path. One of them has got a terminal illness. They've just become homeless. It's, it's, really, it's really a big commitment, achievement, and it's kind of about the healing power of nature and all that stuff. But here's the thing. They achieve something monumental. They don't do it all in one go. They take some ferries. They take a few months off in the winter. They even take a train. And along the way, there's this moment where they're debating, should we take the train? Oh, have we, have we walked the whole thing then? Um, and the husband says, but we're not purists, are we? And they are most certainly not purists. And what struck me is that it's the non-purist moments that actually make a great story because they show us what's real. They're the human part, the part that gives us joy and makes, not just makes our experience, but actually makes us as a person for other people well-rounded and interesting. And that is often a big value and a big... Um, result and a big desire that brings you to learning a language right you want that you want an interesting experience you want your your experience of life and your interactions with other people to be well-rounded and interesting and when I work with my language learners when I work with 
people who want to really achieve things. I don't want to teach language robots. I want to teach people who are beaming ear to ear, who just got the biggest smile on their face because they are so happy about the languages they are learning. Now, what can we do about it? As, as with every good fluent show episode, I've got a few suggestions for what might be able to, what might make life a little bit easier. So I'll talk to you about that in a second. But first, in a fluent show first, I have got an advert to read in the middle. And it's not a paid advert. It's an advert exchange. And I can, I can tell you that exchanging with this podcast is... A big deal for me. This is really, really cool because this is, I can't even, I didn't even know that they knew I existed. So <laughs> let me tell you about, da, 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 oh my God, Grammar Girl. If you're looking for short, friendly tips to improve your writing, tune into the award-winning Grammar Girl podcast with Mignon Fogarty. For over 15 years, Grammar Girl has covered grammar rules and word choice guidelines in English, that can confound even the best writers. This podcast makes complex grammar questions simple with memory tricks to help you recall and apply those troublesome grammar rules, plus wonderful stories on the weird history of language and calls from listeners on the unique ways their families use language. Whether English is your first or your second language, Grammar Girl's punctuation, style and business tips will make you a better and more successful writer. So have a listen to Grammar Girl today. And it's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening to The Fluent Show right now. Beep, beep. Wow. Grammar Girl. And if you listen to Grammar Girl, listen out. Pay attention. Listen out. Yes. <laughs> Look out for their read for The Fluent Show. How special is this? Amazing. Now, let's get back to the rigidity and consistency issue. So when consistency becomes rigid... What can you do about it? When you start to feel unhappy and stressed about learning a language, about whether you are achieving enough, whether you're doing enough, whether you are good enough, any kind of enough kind of question, ask yourself what it is that you're really stressed about. If you're feeling, I'm not making any progress, what helps is to think, what are the exact symptoms what, what evidence is there that I'm not making progress? Really, really break it down. And then you can analyze which parts of this are just the learning progress is just slower than we hoped it was going to be and which aspects are actually under your influence. If you feel like you can't keep up, Maybe you can't keep up with all the tasks that you've put on your to-do list. Maybe you can't keep up with all the resources that you, you thought you were going to do, all the courses you bought. Drop something. Drop something. Check if you are being a purist and where you can maybe make your life a little bit easier. And if your concern is that you're not sticking to your routine or you're not even doing any of it, you need to check your planning. You need to check your planning and then plan to do less or plan to do less boring stuff. This is all about deciding if you want consistency or rigidity and remembering that a relaxed routine is a reliable routine. And a reliable routine is what's going to get you to the goal. It's not about it's not about doing the most. Every time I see somebody who's like, oh, I'm running out of time in my day because I have to learn languages for three hours a day. Like those people are out there, 
those people are out there. I think that's crazy. I don't know what it is that you're trying to achieve with with that. I don't, I personally don't think that you are necessarily working in the most effective way. Unless you're saying that, but actually what you like it's some of it is downtime and more of an immersion aspect. But you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge what counts and what doesn't count. But what I know is if you're getting stressed about how much you're doing, then the answer is usually not to do more. And I know that because I've learned that the hard way so, 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 so many times. And I also know that often it's when we feel we must stick to a certain commitment, a certain goal, we must go through with something, even when we're tired, like again, the example of the podcast, it's, you know, when we know we, we wouldn't even be doing our best because there's just a limit to what a human can do, then then the answer is just, is not to to just put more on top. I know that when those moments come, it's better to take the break. And And trust me when I tell you, I find it really, really hard to actually do that myself sometimes. So I'm right in there with you. Um, I will answer overwhelmed three times out of five. I will answer overwhelmed with doing more. <laughs> but I never perform my best. Never, ever, ever. And when you're tired, you're exhausted and you you feel like, oh, but I really need to, I really need to like go through my flashcards one more time. Um, you're, your brain might not even be able to, to take any more in. But if you rest and you skip a day and then you come back the next day and you're like, cool, let's do this. And you're fresh. You and I both know, my friend, you will be performing better. Okay, now a few options for if you're in the middle of this right now and everything's coming at you. You have the option that I'm going to call reset to zero, right? You have an option to kind of <laughs> like reset to factory settings almost. Obviously, it, and I'm talking about resetting your routine. And this requires you to look at everything you're doing and say, okay, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to like right now, I'm just going to stop. Nothing is a must anymore. Nothing is a commitment anymore. Everything, everything is up for grabs. Everything is up for kicking off the boat. The cool thing about this, even considering it, even think about it for one second, you can't reset your knowledge and experience to zero. You can't actually be back at square one as a complete newbie to whatever language you are learning. But you can conduct a review and examine closely what's working, what needs to go, especially if things have added up a lot and you're starting to skip around between tasks and you're starting to skip around between languages. That's usually a sign that you're not working most effectively anymore and you're starting to kind of just add things here, there and there and there. Um, dabbling can be an enjoyable endeavor. It can be something that is just a bit of fun, but it can also lead to a pretty stressful experience. And at that point, it is it is not a relaxing hobby aspect anymore. So careful on that one. Uh, if you have, if you want instant overwhelm relief, here is my recipe for you. Sit down and set a 10-minute timer. Grab any piece of paper and write everything that you think you need to do. The biggest to-do list ever. No, no questioning. Just write it all on there. Ten minutes. Eight minutes are up. You've run out of ideas. Just sit there. Keep on writing. Keep on writing. They'll come. 
no disturbances, put your phone out of reach, pause the podcast. Once your timer is up, take a really good look. And then it's about deciding which things actually need doing. Because I find that I write down a lot of stuff that isn't actually that important. <laughs> so what I like to do is mark the important things in one color and the urgent things in another color. And then the things that have got two colors on them, really easy, they get done first because they're both urgent and important. When it has no color, special trick there, just cross it out. Just cross it out, ignore it. It's, it's not urgent, it's not important. And if it turns out to be important after all, then it'll come back anyway. So that's my reset to zero idea. Something else that you can do if you don't want to reset to zero, but you, you do need to stop adding, is to set up a one-in, one-out basis. Um, I, I do this with podcasts, for example, because I listen to way too many podcasts. <laughs> so sometimes I have to be on one-in, one-out. Um, and what I mean by that is, I mean, remember if you ever went clubbing, and the club was full and you had to stand outside and it and every time somebody left they would let one more person in so you have to wait for people to leave the nightclub or the party or whatever so that you can come in because there's a limited capacity and your mind and your time and your week or your day also has a limited capacity and if you're full you can't just, you know, somebody else recommends a news a news article to you i put something in the show notes whatever it is you're on one in, one out. Um, and that is a really easy way to instantly, instantly start addressing the overwhelm issue, the, the stress issue. Now, you have to know that there isn't a right answer for everyone. Uh, you may strive for consistency. Consistency might serve you well because it keeps you from dropping everything. There is a lot of value in habit and I, I, I want to, I, I teach you how to do it, right? Um, all of my programs kind of have this underlying you may also feel anxious about breaking a streak and maybe then these ideas resonate with you. Ultimately, what I want you to think more deeply about is the, the story, right? The, how not being a purist actually makes your story richer, more interesting and better. Every good story has got a bit of a moment where the hero needs to stop. It's, things have gotten too hard. They're losing faith. They need to re-motivate re and see what they can do to get to the finish line. And those are actually the moments where your values and who you are and what you care about becomes the clearest. So for me, I would rather, and I preferred to give you a better episode with a clear, relaxed mind this week. And I hope that you've enjoyed it. And for you, it might be dropping the streak. It might be you've got a big, big streak going on in your language learning app, but someday in the future you might drop it and and I fall for them too so <laughs> I know I know it doesn't feel easy it might be something completely different it might be that you are nervous around food and you just you know there's just a day where you want you want to need a full carb sandwich whatever it is you have to do what makes a good story you have to do what you need to be doing and that's where I'm going to leave it today. Thank you so much for listening to The Fluent Show. Please, as always, do get in touch. I'm always open to feedback. I'm open to your comments. I want to hear what's new. Please review the podcast if you have not done so yet. There's a link in the show notes. Very easy. 
Um, as I mentioned earlier, I am starting or I have started a language learning mastermind, which is a six month group program for language learners who don't just want courses, but they want community and support as well. And it is the, it's like the Kirsten Plus subscription, <laughs> my husband calls it. So if you want to work with me on achieving your language learning goals and getting fluent for life, not just for now, then have a look in the show notes. I'll pop a link in there. It's going to be great. The show notes for this episode are at fluent.show slash 226. And by the way, one more little link in there. I need my intro, people. I finally made an online form where you can really easily submit your intro for the Fluent Show, just like Bonnie did in today's episode, so that people can hear your voice. And you will also find all of that in the show notes. That's it from me. Next week, finally, the mystery of the elf gets solved. <laughs> Speak to you soon. Bye.